So hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. And I wanted to continue on with the podcast that I started last night. Uh, I'm not sure if I will add it to that podcast or if I will I will just do this as a separate podcast, but I wanted to to add on and really talk about what I started to see and what I learned about in the year 2016 when with the seeming, I guess, the the election of Donald Trump to the presidency. As you can tell, I really have a hard time even thinking about him as our president. I, and, and there's, and it's super interesting to me personally. I have um, a number of people that I follow that I really value their opinion who are really in his camp and I don't understand why. I don't understand why they are in his camp. Like, um, you know, I'm not sure I should be naming names, but like Dr. Batar, I had spoken about him in previous podcasts, and he had been on associated with uh, Brian Rose of London Real. And Brian Rose of London Real has been in the past very pro-Trump. Uh, in fact, during the 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 quarantine, he was on his Instagram expressing that the daily, uh, the daily, I don't even know what you call it, briefing from the president was his the favorite part of his day. <laughs> and so I have to admit that there was a part of me who that lost a bit of respect for these people that they had this affinity for this guy. Uh, he, the way that he presents himself is, is very, you know, and I, I, I guess Scaramucci uh, yesterday put out, you know, that he, he, um, that he applauds the president for uniting the country. And I see that quite the contrary. I see that quite the contrary. I do not see a man who is uniting anything, not even his own family. Um, and so, and so, what ended up happening was, I, I saw this like really, really big switch. So I wasn't crazy about the election of of uh, George Bush. I really wasn't crazy about it. And then you had nine eleven happen. I did not vote in that election, which is very rare for me, but I did not vote in an election between, because um, I really didn't like either of them. I'm sorry, Al Gore, but I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about Al Gore, so I just didn't vote. And then, of course, uh, we had um, uh, Bush. Now, you wouldn't see me picketing. You wouldn't see me rioting. You wouldn't see me, and I was, I was sad that he got reelected because uh, I joted I for um, Kerry. I can't remember his first name right now, but um, I had voted for him in that second election. Um, but I started to see a real trend with the election of Barack Obama to the presidency. I, I remember 
when he got elected, I actually cried. I I couldn't believe what I was seeing that that a person of color, a black person, could actually have enough citizens in our country to rally behind him and actually elect him president. But he he was very very special uh, in the fact that he was he was educated. Uh, he was a very, very good speaker. He was actually a beautiful man. I mean, he, he took care of himself. Uh, he, he was really cool. I mean, he was really kind of a, a guy that you could rally behind um, and see as a role model um, as compared to a lot of other presidents that we have elected. And but what, what ended up happening was the rise of the Tea Party. Um, so I started to see this this rise of the Tea Party, and th there was like this 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 marriage that was starting to take place between the Christian conservative right and and politics, and 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 I find issue with this. I really, really find issue with this. Uh, this type, and I'm going to use the word fanaticism, because it it is a a fervor and a fanaticism that is really a bit scary. Um, and and so I looked it up, and and one of the one of the parts of the definition of fanaticism is uncritical zeal. And and I sort of see that like so what is what is, this is my impression or this is my opinion about what has happened because fundamentalist Christians believe that they are correct. They believe that the Bible they believe in the in the literal terms of the Bible, the literal interpretation, as they put it. Um, and if they were really going to be literal, they should be gouging their eyes out. Because it says if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. And I'm not suggesting that anybody do that. But if you are really going to live by the Bible, there should be a bunch of people who do eyes. And when I mention this to a fundamentalist Christian, they say, oh, no, that's not to be taken literally. Really? However, the book of Genesis is, and that God created the earth in, in seven days. That was meant to be taken literally. And I believe that the people who actually wrote these books did not intend for them to be taken literally. I, I doubt, and I've never asked a Jewish person, but I doubt and the Old Testament is a Jewish text. And I doubt that there is, are Jews who believe that the earth is 7,000 years old. I doubt that they believe that that is a book that was meant to be taken literally. So the people who actually are responsible for the text say that it is an allegory. It is a, it is a story and it is not meant to be taken literally. However, 
And so this is why I go to, it just sort of depends on who is preaching, what church you're going to. Uh, and there, there seems to be kind of no rhyme or reason in some instances, with the exception of they believe they are right. They believe you must accept Jesus as your personal savior, that his blood reconciled you to God. And if you do not believe this, no matter what circumstances are surrounding it, you will go to hell. And so they believe they are correct. And everyone else, categorically everyone else, are incorrect. And so they believe that their tenets, their beliefs, should be the law of the land. And that anybody who doesn't believe in this are satanic, are they're bad people and they're going to hell because they, they don't know the truth because we know the truth because it says it right here in the Bible. Here, see, look, it says it right here. And so, and so all of these changes are, are happy for them because, and, 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 what they the other thing that they don't quite understand that has happened in this, but I actually feel like they don't necessarily even care, um, is that they are being duped. They are being manipulated. They were manipulated when they brought up the the idea of voting and abortion. That was purposefully put forth to enlist. Republican, conservative, Christian people so that they would go out and vote. Actually, on a single issue. However, in this particular case, it's not on a single issue because Christian people believe that gay people, trans people, people who have a different sexual orientation are bad people and are going to hell. And so they are perfectly happy with having the courts change same-sex marriage because that's not in God's law um, and the abortion issue. And so, and so they are happy to, happy to be pawns in, in this political arena. And, and I just... I, I just don't understand it because it is all contrary to the teachings of Jesus who said, love your neighbor, love others as yourself. These are the commandments. This is what God wants from you to love God and to love others. It didn't say don't love the gays. It didn't say don't love people who have abortions. It didn't say don't love people who have divorce or don't live the way Christians are expecting people to live. It didn't say that. It said you are to love your neighbor. And and not to judge. Do not judge lest you be judged. Do not judge, lest you be judged. And as we judge others, we judge ourselves. He even talks about me in the, in the Lord's Prayer. It says, forgive others their trespasses as you forgive me my trespasses. 
that that the actual teachings of Jesus were based on love. And and considering gay people to go to hell is not love. Considering people who make the choice to have an abortion is not love. Talking about how they're going to burn in hell. I I and so they are happily taken as pawns. So I I watched the three debates very, very carefully. I, I was very, very disappointed throughout the whole candidacy of Mr. Trump. I I really did not believe for one second that he would ever become president. I just didn't believe it. Everything that he did was so contrary. And the other thing that people don't understand is that Donald Trump spent many years of his life as a Democrat and changed parties, switched parties to get on the the Republican ticket because he thought he had a better chance of winning. So everything is orchestrated and everything is 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 everything is dressed up to portray a certain a certain image and his image is just a mess like he really did get on national television and ask Russia to to hack Hillary's emails he really did do that he asked Russia to interfere with the election on his behalf he really did do that i know that a lot of people don't have a problem with that but there's some people that that are not crazy. It's not that we want to get in a war with Russia, but also aligning with Russia is is going along with their politics. And and we and there's a lot of us who feel like I don't want to go along with the politics of Vladimir Putin. I don't. I don't agree with his politics. And so there were a lot of us who were upset about his enlisting Russia to interfere with our election and and his treatment of women and his association with Epstein and allegations of sex, actual rape, um, allegations of predatory sexual behavior, not from one person, but from many. And... And then we get in this debate about creepiness. Like people want to say that that um, Joe Biden is is you know equally creepy. I just it it is just crazy making. And I do not believe that that there are any allegations that of rape against Joe Biden. And so they enlist this guy, and 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 I and I remember the moment. I remember the moment that they actually, actually got this vote, got the the Christian vote, and that was when he talked about abortion. And Hillary told the truth that the issue that he brought up with abortion was so far out, and it doesn't happen very often. It it is very very rare that that in a situation that a doctor has to choose between a baby and a mother and and if it is that late in a pregnancy it's a horrible event and a woman it is just terrible for everyone involved and these are these are women who clearly wanted their babies or else they would not 
have carried the baby as far into the pregnancy as it was. So this was a mother who did not even want to have an abortion, but was, was tasked with a horrible decision. And, and, and that's that. It's so he brings this up as a, as a, and under false, false context, you know, that some woman carried this baby for nine months and then decided, oh, I don't want this baby and went and had an abortion. Then that's not how it goes down, my friends. And so he brought up a non-issue, made it an issue, changed the context and won the hearts of, of right conservative Christian votes and people and... I'm sorry about that. Somebody's on their motorcycle nearby. You can hear it. <laughs> I apologize for that. You can hear it's like, uh, and so, and so then this year, uh, these four years of of this utter fascination and love for this guy that I just don't understand. And it's not. It's not like I'm suggesting we like you know it's just I don't understand it and and when you align yourself with this guy you are aligning with his his sense of of morality and this is a guy that throughout his life has defrauded people and has has allegations of rape. I mean, what would the Christian people do if they found out the involvement that he really had with Jeffrey Epstein and this sex trade industry? If they actually found out that he was hip deep in it, he didn't have to go to the island because the island came to him. The island came to him over at his Mar-Lago. I mean, what would, what would, what would they do? Would they care that he was actually completely involved in the sex trade industry? <laughs> it would bring the creepy meter to way, way, way higher than it already is. But I just feel like in some ways it, it wouldn't matter what he did. He's like he and I don't even know that Donald Trump is necessarily against abortion. It is his vice president who is against abortion. And so, and so I sort of feel like it's just whatever. I mean, they just, they just get out and say whatever they have to say in the moment. Whatever they have to say in the moment, they just, they just say. Um, and, and this is, is an issue. It's an issue. Um, and so I was talking in my previous podcast about, about, Ivanka Trump and she had gotten on recently and said she was pro-life. Now she's she's gone and and done this pro-gay um, like demonstrations uh, to try to say, oh yeah, we're for the gays. But I can tell you that Pence was not happy about that. Um, but it's just to get these votes, and I doubt that there are very many gay people that would be duped by that. That would be duped by her coming out and acting like they care about gay rights. And, and Mr. Trump knows that he better not 
talk about these things or he will lose the majority of people who are actually in his camp. And these are the people identify as Christian. These are Christian people who believe that he is somehow installed by God, which I find a really interesting concept. They believe he was installed by God, but that that President Obama was not. And and I personally do not I don't think in these terms. I I actually most of the time I'm I'm neck deep learning how to create my reality. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like really actively trying to create my reality. And so it's like, and then, so this is like a disruptor for me. It is a disruptor that this collective reality in the United States right now is just a mess. It really is. You know, um, so I'm driving along the other day. I'm driving along and I and I get to this corner and it's not even a big like big intersection in the town I live in. And on three sides there's about 15 people standing on three sides of the street waving Trump flags. Okay, we all already know that the chance of Arizona going blue is fairly minimal. However, in the last election, it was very close. And I will tell you that the Arizona Republic endorsed Hillary Clinton. I'm just going to put that out there. So in the last election, this state was fairly close. But in my neck of the woods, it certainly was not. And I just keep seeing these flags. And I just feel like there is no other reason to be flag be be doing this then to as a harassment as some sort of harassment or some sort of like zeal like this feeling of elation of being in the presence of like-minded people and we want everyone to know where we stand and and I I got very concerned for my own health <laughs> as I, as I just like, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I'm not standing on a, on a street corner screaming about, you know, these signs. I, I, I think that most people have already made their mind up. I think there are very few undecided voters at this point. And I've heard that the likes of like 8 million people have already voted, including myself. And so, and so I just don't need it. And I would like for it to go away. But like, from what I hear and what I've heard from the actual man himself is that he is not going to concede this election. If he does not win it, he is going to fight this. And he is not going to go down easily, even if he does win it. And if he does win it, I'm not really sure exactly. I'm going to have to just really um, somehow divorce myself from the situation in order for me to be happy because I would like to be happy. (laughs) And so it sort of feels like a lose-lose. Like if, if, 
Mr. Biden manages to win this presidency, I mean, they're talking about civil war, my friends. And, you know, there are militias out that are being formed, like, to, like, guard polling, like, um, polling, not polling places, but voting places. They, They are going to have militias out. And... These people are talking about, oh, well, we want to keep the peace. Um, we, they have the right to protest, but, but we want to make sure there's no looting going on. And so they're out there with um, machine guns uh, dressed in police gear, and they're not police. All in, and I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe that they are all in Trump's name his little militias that he's formed all over the country. Um, probably in the, in the, even in the little town I live in, there's been stuff that has gone on that I've had nothing to do with. Um, and I, so I don't know how this thing is going to go down. So, but it's sort of like brace for impact. But getting back to my my own my own subject, my original subject having to do with that I guess the actual issue is that that is I I I and I I identify as a as a follower of Jesus, of the teachings of Jesus. He happens to be my guy. I'm not a Hindu, I'm not a Buddhist. I if I were to identify with anyone, it would be Jesus. And, but I cannot share my faith. I cannot share my faith because I am not a conventional Christian. And I don't want to mislead anybody into thinking that I am. I don't want anybody to think that I, that I agree with the way that, that fundamentalists, live their lives. Like I just, I don't, I don't want to be identified with that because I don't agree with it. Like the majority of it, I find, I find them to be incredibly, uh, you know, and then I'm being judgmental as I'm talking about their judgmentalism. So it's better for me to just stay out of it but i i sort of feel like they hijacked my jesus they hijacked my jesus for their own gains and turned the christian religion or the christian teachings into something really that was not intended The teachings of Jesus seem, in my, in my impression, to be more about freedom. He was, he was living in a time where there were a gazillion rules, you know, and they were always coming to him, trying to trick him. You know, can you heal a man on the Sabbath? You know, you're not supposed to heal people on the Sabbath. You're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do that. They had like 600 rules there could be more I don't know I'm not I'm not I'm Jewish but they had all of these rules and Jesus came and he said that there are two and it's to love God 
and to love each other as we love ourselves. And, and so it was more about freedom. And, and he hung out with the so-called sinners of the time. He hung out with, you know, the tax collectors and the prostitutes and the, you know, the seeming sinners. And they used to get really upset with them because he talked to women. You're not supposed to talk to women. And he would talk to them. And he seemed to really genuinely care about women. And women were not well treated in this time. I mean, they're better treated today. I don't think it's where it should be. But but the Christian church today would like to send women back in time. You know, like, for example, I got on this Twitter. Uh, somebody had posted on my Twitter this that that women should be voting with their husband a woman should not be able to vote her own conscience she should be voting with her women her husband that she should be obedient to her husband that she should um and that they are to be uniform and if they don't and if she votes for something else they counter each other out and i i i just I could not believe what I was reading. I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. I just can't even imagine. Like, but you know, I guess there are a number of men who would like a woman who is just, just compliant, obedient, that doesn't have her own mind, that doesn't, you know, doesn't think doesn't have her own, you know, she just, okay, tell me what to do. Tell me how to, to tie my shoes. I guess there are some men who would really like that to be the head of the household. You know, I sort of call it like this Archie Bunker (laughs) from, um, I can't remember the name of the show right off the top of my head. Um, you know, and I made this joke one time about, somebody that I was actually married to at the time, I said, he's like Archie Bunker and I am no Edith. And that is just the truth. And it's not that I don't respect, didn't respect my husband because I did. But I also have a mind and, and I, and I'm going to use it. (laughs) And so it seems like the Christian church is really trying to push women back into into compliance we want our women compliant and so i don't know i i i try to think and it and it doesn't really matter i i tend to be kind of an outsider anyway and i i don't necessarily fit into much and it doesn't really matter uh however it is kind of weird being a following and believing in Jesus and not being a Christian (laughs) because they hijacked my Jesus (laughs) anyway so that's about that for that right now all right I'll be back with other ideas and that's a wrap